So, Kenneth, are you on like a time limit tonight? Yepers, but I see a whole bunch of people on, so I think I'm just going to dive right into it. Alright, well, welcome back to another episode of Spam 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 Humbug. This is episode 75. My gosh, has it been that many already? It has. And what's more, this is actually kind of a special podcast as we will um, discuss presently. But first, as always, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our Patreon backers. Thank you to everyone who supports Spam 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 Humbug and the Ultima Codex. By that means, and as always, a uh, particularly hearty thank you to our co-producers, Seth, Dominic, Chris, Violation, Adam, Avatars Radio, Eric, Thorwan, Pascal, Neil, Helgraf, Aaron, and the Hearth of Britannia. And actually, that's uh, that's a shout-out that I have to give tonight, because um, just because of how we recorded the last few episodes, um, he, Rustic Dragon... Um, backed us oh gosh a couple of weeks ago now if memory serves but just because of how we recorded various episodes um this is the first chance i've really had to mention it so yes this is a bit overdue but it's a fitting opportunity even so to call it out rustic dragon via the hearth of britannia is now one of our backers so huge thanks to rustic and the hearth for their support via patreon and we also say hello to a few ultima dragons this week new on facebook we welcome vincent antonia jonathan Jaden, petrie william glenn and matt and on google plus we welcome aaron all right. We have a huge crowd tonight. This is awesome, actually. And some of these names, well, you know what? Almost all these names are going to be familiar, but I like the last one here. That's a, an amusing new one. So Deathblade Dragon is back with us. My gosh. It's been a while. It has been. And we'll uh, we'll get an update from you just shortly here. Um, but first, Golden Flame Dragon is also here. Hello, Golden Flame. Hello, everyone. And also joining us again, long time, uh, no see, Golem Dragon is back around. Good evening, everyone. Hello. Um, Jelly Bear Dragon is also here. Hi, Jelly Bear. Unless he's just lurking. Okay, we may have a lurker. He can say hi later if he wants to. But I do see Boolean Dragon. I'm here, and happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Although, yes, of course, indeed. It'll be- like a week or two after everyone's gotten drunk, but right now during recording. <laughs> no, this will be going up next week. This will be going up next week. So you're pretty close. You're pretty close. Cool. We are recording cool. on St. Patrick's Day, though. And let's yeah, see who else is here. Oh, hi, Lingu- or hi, Jelly Bear. Good evening to everybody. There we go. Revenge of the mute button. Um, Linguistic Dragon is also on board again tonight. Am I here? You are. You are. We can hear you. Oh, good. (laughs) I was having technical difficulties for a moment there, but I am apparently here. That seems to be the theme of the night. But anyways. Well, we uh, we do need themes. Themes are good. (laughs) And new to the podcast, we have Save Versus Dragon. But possibly another lurker. Oh, well. Save failed. (laughs) Or maybe not. I mean, we do welcome lurkers. (laughs) So, all right. Well, hello. Natural one. Hello, SVD. Good to have you on board, even if you are just listening in the background. So, my gosh, this, as I said, is kind of a special episode because you know what? It was two years ago this week, actually yesterday, that the first Spam 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 Humbug episode went live. Now, I say yesterday because, again, we're recording on St. Patrick's Day um, and the first podcast episode. March 16th, 2015. I think I recorded it like a day earlier. So two years of this already. My gosh. How'd that happen? I know. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, the first few episodes were admittedly a bit rough. I didn't have as good of a microphone and it was really just me narrating my way through um, random bits of tech and geek news that crossed my newsfeed. But by the fourth episode... We had Boolean on board. We had Linguistic on board. Um, I think that was the Pillars of Eternity episode, if memory serves. It was. Yeah. 
And, you know, well, the rest is all uh, all on record, as it were. Or not so much on record because we don't release on vinyl, but it's mostly on ones and zeros. Let's try that one of these days. Ooh, podcast on vinyl. <laughs> Retro. How big of a pod would you have to have to actually listen to that on the go, though? Can you can your turntable cast it to my car stereo? I ask you this. <laughs> you could get a Bluetooth uh, send, you know, a Bluetooth. Uh, oh God, now the word's escaping me. Dongle adapter. But, yeah, there you go. One What's that sends calling? audio rather than receiving it. Ah, well, transmitter. Yeah, LPs yeah, are so transmitter. That was the word I was looking for. LPs are so popular now that they're like making new record players, they actually might have like vinyl and USB and some crazy stuff like that. I don't know. Well, as long as it can be powered via USB and mounted in my car. You could get one of those, uh, what is it? An inverter, you know, you plug into your... Oh yeah, I've seen those. I've used those. That would work. Second yeah. problem though, is I live in, you know, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and we get crazy temperature swings uh, year over year from like, you know, as low as minus 50 to as high as plus 40. As you can imagine, the road surfaces are, hmm, not the most even. They don't, they don't tend to stay flat and nice. <laughs> there, there, there tends to be a lot of um, potholes and, and more potholes and potholes within the potholes. It's potholes all the way down. It is. It just very literally is until it turns into a sinkhole. <laughs> where where is where is that threshold um i think for me the the rough threshold is whether or not my car having entered into it can again get out of it <laughs> fair enough you could uh, build some sort of suspension for the uh record player like suspend it in a box with giant rubber bands maybe oh like oh, you don't even need that you just huh? use a steady cam mount Oh yeah, that would work. Well, maybe I don't know. Fun, fun fact: the uh, the building that I spent most of my engineering student career in um, had a parkade beneath it. But for whatever reason, they also in the basement of the building uh, that was where the designers chose to put the nanofab lab. So you know, like this was the uh, nanoscale circuit fabrication lab. I think I might have mentioned this before, not necessarily on a podcast, but maybe, but. Yeah, it's, um, oh my gosh. So just imagine this. You have a parkade, and immediately above the parkade, you have nanoscale circuit fabrication. When they realized what they had done, they actually redesigned parts of the building to vibrationally isolate the parkade from the rest of it. Dude, that's crazy. That's that's kind of like uh, similar to what they do with trying to dampen sounds, where they have like the room in a room theory. If anybody's like into audio engineering or something, they might have heard of that before, but... That's a that's an expensive mistake to make. It sounds like it it really was. Yeah, it cost them a fair bit. And I mean, you know, it's cool because you know, like we have an earthquake resistant building in a place that doesn't need it. But whatever. <laughs> it was uh, a little fun fact. So, my gosh, you know, I don't even know what to talk about. Oh, I guess I got one thing. I mean, I think everybody here already probably knew this, but I don't think I've actually made the formal announcement on the podcast yet. Um, but officially, my wife and I, and I see you guys were talking about her a little bit in the channel. I did ask her if she wanted to come join the podcast because she is home tonight, but to no avail. But I figure it's worth mentioning. We are, in fact, expecting again. So happy Yay! day. Yay! Yeah. Another hatchling. Yes. Kidlet number four is due... Uh, Late June, early July, something like that. Well, Stan the Fury is like a rabbit. It just, it just never, it never ends. Well, this, this be, one might be. This be Kalvasmani Island, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that something that works. That I, 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 I would, I would, I would permit that. Yeah, this one we might. Um, this this one is almost assuredly going to be uh, the last, just because of the the sheer difficulty that we've encountered with it. Um, it has not been easy, really, for the family at all. Actually, just gosh, I don't know if I want to make this a complete downer of a podcast, but I find it helpful to talk about it. So just bear with me for like five minutes. But I mean, like we did. Um, 
uh, you know what? I won't talk about the full extent of it, but yeah, a lot of troubles and, um, yeah, that's true too. Golden flame. See, there we go. There we go in the chat again. Um, we did have a lot of troubles with it. Actually, we were expecting twins at one point, but we lost one. So that was, you know what? Um, I have actually been punched in the gut before and that was worse. Yeah, I can't imagine. So uh, like all in one, congratulations. And that also sucks and good luck, you know, is yeah, that's, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of good has come out of it. Um, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been more of a challenge for me, but like, I find that I've actually been, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, you know, I, I work during the day. She's an RN. She works in the evenings, um, but casually. So, you know, sometimes it's once or twice a week. Sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes it's less than that. She's at home with the kids during the day. So, you know, consequently, I mean, just by virtue of this arrangement, a lot of the normal housework falls to her. Uh, or has in the past, but, um, just because of the added troubles that we've had with this particular pregnancy, you know, she does, she, she does as much as she can around here, but her energy runs out a lot quicker. So, you know, consequently I've been doing a lot more in the evenings and my goodness, like, I mean, there are some times when it's like 11 PM and I'm still putting dishes away, but, um, Certainly that has helped deepen my appreciation for just how much of a task uh, maintaining this household is. And actually it's been good too on uh, another front because of course um, me working and I get home basically at dinner time. But of course, again, her energy levels being what they are, she doesn't always have the wherewithal to prepare supper. And our church community has, oh my gosh, they have just dived right in and I still have like three or four prepared meals in the freezer and there's a bunch of people who are like they will on standby bring us more if there's any indication that we need it so um it's been a very positive response from people we know friends family and it's been a pretty i I mean a lot of positives come out of it just in terms of our relationship in our life um but yeah it just kind of that was that was a sucky bit of tragedy to kind of kickstart it all so what do you do Life, life is what it is. Well, you know what? Apart from noting the fact that it's been two years, and you know, it's kind of cool actually over the last two years, because I mean, I know initially one of the appeals and Boolean, you've mentioned this on a couple of three episodes, I think by now, but I know one of the big appeals of Spam, Spam, Spam Humbug was the fact that, you know, um, it was a chance for dragonly types to congregate and chat about whatever, um, in the absence of the Hearth of Britannia dragons meets. So, and it's kind of cool that, you know, now Rustic has brought those back. And I'm actually really glad that, well, I'm glad that he brought them back for one, but I'm also glad that, you know, we never completely put Spam 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 Humbug into that exact category, into that silo. You know, like the, the dragons meets are their thing and we don't really tread over much of the same territory. We kind of do our own thing and it's a very different thing, but it's a very good thing. And the end result is that, you know, you have a lot more now, now we have a lot more, um, opportunities for the community to come together and then chat and then publicize that somehow, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I think we pretty much have all the bases covered between, you know, the UDIC Facebook group and the dragons meets being back again, which, Obviously, use Google Hangouts. It's video chat where you can see everyone, and it it also tends to be a lot more structured um, and orderly um, <laughs> and spam, 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 humbug. And then, of course, you know here it's audio only, and we get to meander and go on and on. So it's really awesome to have all of that now, and for it to all be as popular as it is still. Yeah, no, it's good, and I mean, <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> more content is better, I think, in general. And you've done pretty well. I calculated early, uh, roughly, if it has indeed been uh, exactly two years today or whatever, close enough. That means that you or we have had a podcast uh, every 9.73 days. So not too bad. Yeah. I mean, we had a few, like we've have had, you know, the occasional week where we've missed one. That That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, we've, you know, what every nine days, I'll take that. <laughs> 
I'll take that. That's um, because it's a challenge. I got to, and not in a bad way. Like I enjoy it, but at the same time, like it is a challenge. And I find that, you know, I really have had to get a lot better at parceling out my time in the evenings um, or even not necessarily in the evenings, like, you know, lunch hours at work or wherever I can grab minutes to make sure that I've got audio processed, make sure that I have everything cut together the way that I want it cut together, make sure that it all sounds good. Um, and you know, not just for this podcast, but also for the scouting one. So it's like, um, but I guess it's fortunate that working with audio is something I find quite easy to do now. I've I've learned a lot in a very short span of time. And the end result is I can usually get through an episode, um, pretty quickly and, you know, just, um, record it, edit it over a weekend, have it ready to publish Monday, Tuesday, and there you go. But do a science. Yes. And I think I've probably, uh, increased your listening skills as well for a uh, fear of, of missing something heinous that I've dropped that needs to be removed. Well, somebody's I just, gotta keep, somebody's got to keep us on our toes. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> I mostly just leave the swear words in and flag it as explicit on iTunes. I'll have, to, I'll, I'll have to work on my end a little bit harder than it would seem. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, there, there are some terms and conditions that uh, Apple does impose, but I don't really care to explore the boundaries of those too, too much. If I can help it. <laughs> Oh, hey, by the way, I tripped over an interesting article the other day, Kevin. Um, this was on this was on Game Revolution. Uh, it was their list of, and I know, I know we hate these top X lists of whatever, but bear with me on this one because I think you'll like it. Um, top five best video game documentaries. And you'll see why I thought of you in a little bit here. Uh, at number five, what did they list? They list something called True Sight. Um, which follows professional Dota 2 teams uh, in their run-up to the Boston Major. Fourth one was called Second Skin, which was looking at um, MMORPGs, including like people who've met and fallen in love and gotten married via RPGs. Yeah, Number I'm three. writing these down as, as you're saying them. Okay, well, there will be a link in the show notes too, so you know you don't have to stress yourself too much. I am desperate for more, so no, I need it now. There you go. Uh, the third, number three, was Frag, the movie. And what is this one? Ah, so another take on the esports industry, um, but kind of with a more salacious side. So they're looking at like uh, the sex and drugs aspect of it. It ain't rock and roll, but it's got the other stuff. <laughs> uh, number two, Free to Play, which is actually a documentary by Valve. And it was kind of their, it was actually their take on FRAG, apparently. So it follows the first Dota 2 international tournament. Um, right. So there you go. But number one, of course, the king of Kong. Yay. Very nice. Yay. One that I actually respect. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah it's, yeah, it's interesting, the ones that I was watching, um, it, even the King of Kong, especially if you do some more research about it afterwards. And I guess this could be said for a lot of documentaries out there that have nothing to do with video games is, you know, to a degree, they're trying to inform people. And yet at the same time, they're trying to make a movie that somebody's actually going to watch. that They might stand some chance of making a small amount of money out of. So you wonder how much spin they're putting on it. You wonder how almost like a reality show. Well, how real is it? You know? Yeah, I mean, I think they, you, know, you have to spice it up, obviously, because even like even like something like the Planet Earth series, right, that the BBC produces, right, there has to be something compelling. There has to be a draw there. Now, with Planet Earth, granted, it's mostly just the breathtaking nature of the nature of photography. Um, Richard Attenborough is an excellent narrator, but he's not that good. So, you know, with the planet earth, it really is just that they're showing you some truly incredible images from around the world in terms of the natural, you know, environments of different climates and regions and what have you stuff like this, obviously. Yeah. You know, and I mean, focusing on the human aspect isn't usually uh, a bad way to go about it. Focusing on the, uh, spicier 
or the uh, the sexier aspects of it will certainly, you know, um, bring you an audience for not much spend. Um, that was one thing they noted is that, you know, Frag the movie is uh, fairly, like it was a fairly inexpensively produced documentary. So, you know, end result, they get a lot of return for as little as they invested by focusing on sort of more the scandalous parts versus the Valve documentary, which has higher production values. And so, you know, it would be interesting to do a, like a comparison between the two um, and see, you know, how Valve went about it versus, but, but yeah, no, I saw the King of Kong at the end of the list and I'm just like, well, I know we've talked about that one. I know Boolean's a fan. So there you go. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, another one, I mentioned it in a previous podcast, but um, I enjoyed quite a bit as boring as it sounds is ecstasy of order. The Tetris Masters, um, especially if you, if you, I guess most people have played Tetris, but if you ever really liked Tetris, just, and they show, they will show them playing like up close where you can actually follow it. And some of the things that they do and the strategies that they explain, that's part of what makes it interesting is <clears throat> they get into it and you can actually see like long shots of them playing. Some of the things they do are absolutely incredible. just like mind bending stuff that you would never even imagine was possible so it's pretty cool if you like tetris i must admit that title um makes me think we now know what the uh priests of order did on serpent isle in their spare time it's a good question i don't have an answer <laughs> but it's a good question they played tetris or they played did a tetris, lot of, apparently or a lot of M- mdma that's uh that's why they all disappeared they formed a complete row and then they, they <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know what I just realized we forgot to do? And this is either going to stay exactly where it is 23 odd minutes into the recording, or I'm going to cut it out and put it where it belongs. But, um, Deathblade, how you been? Uh, exhausted, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but working all the time and sleeping very little. And of course, now with a five month old, um, and actually, at the beginning of this, I was so silent because I was pacing back and forth through the kitchen, carrying her to back to sleep. I know that so walk. She, she somehow actually managed to go back to sleep, and I was able to put her down the second time, and she went to sleep. So here I am. Nicely done. Yeah, and you've had, I guess you've had a bit of a shakeup uh, on the work end, too, but sounds like good news for you, so. Yeah, no, all around, it should be good. Um it was kind of a weird coming about, but originally my boss was talking about how he wanted to start growing the company and moving, you know, expanding out in the state of Maine. And then somewhere along the line, he decided that at his age, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to start that process because things like that tend to take years and he wants to retire at some point. So coincidentally at a conference he met another guy that happened to be from new hampshire and he came running over and he's like i gotta talk to you my boss wants to buy your company and he was like well i'm not interested in selling but okay so they for they kept in touch anyways and then like fast forward six months he's like oh actually maybe i do want to sell my company so they got together and they talked and they decided to do it and then he changed his mind and then a week later he changed his mind back and so now, come April 1st, it'll actually be official and we'll have a new office and I'll be pretty much heading up the office and trying to do all the fun, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stuff. Integrating stuff, yeah. Integrating the, the much larger help desk with our clients and vice versa, as well as um, also starting to help out with their their clients, a couple of which are actually in Maine, and then there's a whole bunch all over the place otherwise. So I'll, my workload is going to explode off the charts. Well, but if we don't see you on too good. many more podcasts, we'll understand. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is time to, to ask for a raise or subtly demand a raise, right? Well, coincidentally, that was actually advocated for me, so I was quite pleased with where that went. Fantastic. Nice. Nice. So congratulations. I'm not going to say no. (laughs) Congratulations and condolences again to another dragon in this podcast. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, cool, but oh man. <laughs> Can condolulations? Uh, some of the coolest things that happen are kind of a mixed bag, anyways. So this should be a fun journey for you. Yeah, and I'm I'm always about learning new stuff, and um, like currently we have four. There are four of us with the owner of the co- including the owner of the company, and the company that is purchasing ours has twenty seven. So we're losing two in the process, but we're get, you know, and a lot of them are far more specialized than I am. So there's lots of knowledge for me to tap into, which to me is the biggest part because I'm always about learning new stuff. Well, and that'll help the offerings too, right? Like that's a big part of Mm -hmm. being able to expand is just the fact that, oh, you need this expertise. Well, hang on, we've got a guy. Right, exactly. And that's, that's one of the things I'm trying to push them to really get across to our existing customers because a lot of, like a lot of them are specifically, um, satisfied with my service more than anything obviously us as a company but i'm always the one that walks through the door so i'm the one they see every day really making stuff work and to be able to say you know for the same price you're getting access to 27 more people that can that all have different levels of ability and are you know focus so if i can't answer your question right away i can 99 times out of 100 find the answer from somebody who knows it. Nice. Very nice. Um, before I get on to you, Golden Flame, I gotta say, hi, Hellgriff. How you doing? All right. Didn't expect to be home tonight, but I am, so I'm here. Sweet Yay! deal. <laughs> it's a party! All righty. Um, Golden Flame, how's your week been? How's your week been? Uh, pretty good. It's been really busy at work. Uh, I was on a cruise last week. So this past weekend was me getting back from that and then driving 10 hours to come home. And now I'm kind of sitting around trying to figure out where to start on all my dark unknown work. But while, while on the boat, I fixed all the bugs that people came up with at the Ultima Dragon Bash. Uh, which uh, for this podcast is both in the past, uh, now, and when it plays. Yes, uh, exactly. We are again future. aligned in time. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, my my weekend plans all canceled themselves, so I'm just going to sit down and try to get some work done. Nicely done. I look forward to playing that demo myself one day. Uh, well, uh, I'm probably going to be talking to you soon about helping with a uh, place to put the download files. So, but not tonight because you got to leave right after this. Uh, but I am pretty close to being ready to put it up and be like, "Hey, people, download this and play." Nice. I volunteer. I volunteer to be a mirror. You volunteers you tribute. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he'll tribute you. Yes, you you can break me and get more bad luck. No, but I'll host the files as a sec as a secondary for redundancy and for fun. Yeah, totally. Um, Golem, how's things been? Uh, busy more than anything else. But this is the first Friday night where I'm actually like not running around like a crazy person. So nice, nice. I'm happy. Cool. Um, Helgriff, how you been? Crack it. Oh wait. Did we Mark lose cricket. <laughs> Let's just say he's lots of crickets. God, I really need to figure out how to get a soundboard hooked up. My gosh. Use headphones next time so we don't get an echo. Well, there's that, but <laughs> more crickets. <gasps> Bloody technology. <laughs> I don't know if we'll I come want back my technology you. bleeding. Jelly bear. <laughs> that's that's very welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> that is that is uh, that is just the theme of tonight. My gosh, oh, Jelly Bear, man. how have you been? All right, I think this is my first Friday night not working in about a month, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, mostly just uh, wrapping up all the first quarter projects before uh, the end of the month here. Oh yeah, gosh, I guess that is coming up too, isn't it? My goodness. That would explain why the Solar Winds guys really desperately want me to get a PO to them. Hmm. Duly noted. Boolean, how about you? How have things been? Uh, 
Yeah, good. Um, as usual, uh, more fun stuff, more work in the playroom. Uh, it's about to be prepped for uh, for painting, painting everything white. Uh, then I'm going to put up some like black rectangular areas that I tape off and use my overhead projector to project uh, pixel art from classic games using uh, transparencies, uh, which I will then take little square-shaped uh, sponges and dip into paint. So I'll actually have like uh, accurate pixel art. Awesome. You know, so, yeah, so, so awesome. Ran, all, all the good folks from the old NES games in the playroom on the wall. I've uh, been mixing and pouring 80 pound bags of concrete and placing 8 by 8 by 16 concrete blocks to uh, get some more work done on the retaining wall around the pond in my backyard. Oh, and, cool. And I've been futzing with the new Raspberry Pi's firmware modification that allows uh, 240p output on the composite output, uh, which will let you, for the most part, with a little bit of tweaking, get very close on a Raspberry Pi to uh, having NES games and Sega Genesis games, Super Nintendo games, etc., on a standard definition television, like your regular old crappy TV. Wow. Uh, look, yeah, almost exactly like the original. Uh, so I got today an AB composite video switch so I can hook up my real Nintendo and the Raspberry Pi uh and run them both at the same time, run the same game, have it paused on the same frame, and actually switch in real time with the AB switch back and forth between them with a camera mounted. Uh, so I can compare the two, uh, like up to the phosphor level, to guide me in my tweaking of the Raspberry oh. Pi to try to get it as accurate as possible. So that's probably what I'll be doing after the podcast tonight. So fun stuff, fun stuff. I, I keep you have no that... idea how pleased I am that you called it futzing, by the way. <laughs> futzing, yes. <laughs> it's a good word. But, you know, I got to say. It is. E- yes. It just, I don't know. Every time I think that Boolean can't possibly redefine hardcore geekery. <laughs> yep, and I'm not dead yet. It only goes downhill from here. So just wait. <laughs> More How deep to come. does the rabbit hole go? Yes, exactly. <laughs> futzing with all this folder all. Oh. Oh. oh, nice. Careful, careful. You're going to make linguistic swoon. <laughs> I'm late for that. Uh, speaking of linguistic, how's things been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, I finished up Tides of Numenera last weekend, which was uh, amazing. And it was a good thing that I did it over the weekend because my work week was a lot busier than I'd expected it to be on account of the stuff we needed for several of the projects I've been working on all hit at the exact same time. Oh, good. So there was a lot going across my desk this week, but it was all good. Awesome. Um, Helgriff, you got the audio sorted out? Mm, Going with no. And I'm going to recommend a disconnect and reconnect as a possible curative method. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Yes, I think I just said that. Take a hammer to it. That fixes everything. Mm, percussive maintenance. <laughs> and also, I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again because it's awesome. Finally, the uh, Discord Linux client, um, the, bi- the binary, is out, and I've been using it, and I have not had any issues, none of the issues that I had in the web-based version uh, using the Linux client. So Awesome. Glad to hear it. We'll give Hellgruff a minute here. There he is. That, however, is not a good sign. Oops. Well. Mm, no, Mike. Sad day. Well, I must persist. Um, what have I been up to? My gosh. <sighs> Actually, I can relate to your weak linguistic because a lot of our projects kind of all came... Um, came in crashing in at once. So yeah, my work days have been pretty frantic. Today was no different. Uh, I went out to our backup facility intending to do two tasks. I did neither of them because something else happened. And as a result, I got pulled onto a task that basically took up the rest of my day, um, which I had. Oh, joy. Yeah. Which I'd been meaning to do next week. It was just kind of like, oh, this is going to be a problem now. I guess. So, all right. Well, that server can just sit over there and I'll uh, deal with it on Monday. So at least I know what I'm doing on Monday. This is a good thing. 
But, uh, and then tomorrow, actually, the other thing we've been doing is gearing up for, um, for tomorrow is the big area. Um, it's called the Beaver Hills Vehicle Rally. Um, so it's basically, I'm getting up really early with my older two and we're heading off to, um, a nearby city for cub car and beaver buggy races. Uh, I've got to get there pretty early to help set up one of the tracks, one of the racetracks, and then of course get, make sure that my group gets checked in. But, uh, and then of course my wife is going to be bringing out, um, our, our other daughter, uh, a little bit later to come and actually watch the races. She's got more time though, cause the races don't start until about 10 AM, but I've got to be there for about eight fifteen. And then I think there's like birthdays and stuff that are happening too. One of my daughters has a birthday party to go to. So this is, you know, typical busy Saturday, but that's been the big thing. Um, I got the notification that I can preload Mass Effect Andromeda. So I might do that um, just to get the soundtrack. But, you know, obviously still waiting on Easter to pick up and play the game. But I am looking forward to it. Anticipation! Yes. Uh you know, that game apparently contains more than 12,000 speaking characters. Granted, a lot of these are going to be like NPC type shopkeepers, but still, that's a lot of audio. Oh, actually, here, here's another one that you might like, Kevin. Um, just going through. Oh, hey, 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 oh wait, what? Hey, if you just now said something uh, to me, I didn't get it because my, my wife was talking to me and I had to take off my headphones. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. I was just commenting on um, the, the number of... Ah, Speaking and uh, speaking characters in Mass Effect Andromeda. It's uh, 1,200. 1,200. I might have said 12,000. 1,200. Um, wow. That is crazy. Right. <laughs> and most of them apparently a little bit above the level of a shopkeeper. Although obviously there are shopkeeper type characters too. So that is um, kind of nuts. Yeah, that, that is. I'm, I'm guessing that they obviously they didn't procedurally do it. Things aren't that advanced yet, though in the future, of course they will. But they pro- uh, they had to have used like one voice actor to do multiple voices, you think? Yeah, but I mean, uh, presumably a talented voice actor can do uh, at least a small range of voices, right? Sure, like like Mel Mel Blanc or Mel Blank or however you pronounce his last however name. you pronounce his last name. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know that that dead guy that did all the old cartoon voices. That the guy, the Tunes guy. Yeah, he was he was fantastic, and like I've actually seen old footage of him performing, and it was. Dude, it's like his whole body was into it. It was amazing. So, yep, definitely. So, um, but anyways, no. Another story though that you might be more interested in. Um, did you ever play Primal Rage? I think so. Wasn't that like the fighting game where they actually used uh, stop animation? Sure, looks like it. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then yes, old arcade fighting game. Yep. Well, <sighs> Primal Rage Two was canceled in 1995. However, apparently, a build of the game has found its way onto the internet. Wow, like it took that long? <laughs> yeah. 22 years later, uh, apparently you can check out Primal Rage 2. Yeah, that was an estate sale or somebody decided to clean out their basement. That's, that's amazing. It sounds like it, because like, based on the news article that I've got here, and this is from Engadget, um, but... Uh, some of the menus are still incomplete. It still has some bugs. So, um, yeah, looks like it. I, gosh, I couldn't even begin to speculate. Is it just a, a like a binary, or do they have any kind of source uh, code snippets or anything or documentation? Um, hard to say for sure. Apparently, it's the work of one person. Um, but I don't know whether he would have like had access to source code and then published it, you know, by that means. I mean, you'd also need the assets, not just the source code, right? Um, or whether he had just like a build and found it on, you know, some old whatever storage medium lying around in his basement. Is it, does it mention whether or not it's like the arcade version? Because at the time, of the, the first one was an arcade game. I'm sure they ported it to multiple systems, but it was an actual arcade board. Well, you need an emulator. They recommend using MAME. Okay. Yeah, if it's u- if it's using MAME, then it actually is the arcade version. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, but, yeah, like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> 22-year-old fighting game finally released on the internet because, 
Well, let me see. Let me see if I can actually click through. There's a little bit of a, there's a Weebly website that might have some details here. See if it actually loads for me or not. But, uh, so what you're saying is that we shouldn't give up hope for the Lost Veil. No, definitely don't give up hope for the Lost Veil. That's all I'm going to say. Um, what else do I see here? Oh, yes, this was a good story. You could thank Sirgorn Dragon for this one. So, Korok Seeds in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, apparently, these are like a collectible item in the game. And apparently, there's 900 of them spread throughout the entirety of, um, of the game. And That's too many. It is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hang on, I have to pause midstream because... Hi, Cran! Wow, crap. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Perhaps. Well, I see her. We just don't hear her. Anyways, um, continuing. Right, so yes, someone has found all 900 Korok seeds. And basically the idea is, if you find the Korok seeds, you can... Oh, yes, thank you, Golem. Thank you, Golem. Where am I echoing from? Oh, Helgriff, your mic's working again. No. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Beating him with the hammer worked. In that it's getting crappy echo, yes. In that I was trying to use headphones where I could hear and talk, no. Ah. The quest for non-echoing background is still a failure. Well darn. Ah, and Cran says she can't sleep <clears throat> because, yes, someone is just about asleep beside her. So, I totally understand that too. Um... Where was I? Right, Korok Seeds. So, 900 of them in all of Breath of the Wild. And the idea is you like, you're supposed to, you can turn them into a character named Hetsu for increased inventory space. If you collect all 900 of them, though, spoiler warning, by the way, for those of you who've been working on this and haven't achieved it yet, but I figure I'll save you the trouble. Um, Or just skip the next two minutes of the podcast. One of the two. But... Um, yes, if you collect all 900 of the seeds, you get a special reward, which is literally a piece of poo. What? <laughs> that is glorious. What would this be? You are the super goober. <laughs> vir- vir- virtual poo or Nintendo of America or Canada, what have you, actually ships you a box with poo in it. It's an inventory item in the game. Okay. The description is vague as to what it is, but it looks like the poop emoji, and the description basically says that, uh, I don't, you're not quite sure what it is. It could possibly be incense, but it smells horrible. Well, that's crappy. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I love it! It's brilliant! It's like troll-level Nintendo. <laughs> I think Nintendo's starting to kind of come back to the right side of things and kind of embrace some of the fun. I think I think that's what we call a Nintendo troll. <laughs> See, need the soundboard, need that flugelhorn. Golem, I need you following me around every single moment of my day, so you can do that whenever I crack a bad pun. There you go. It's, uh, it's, you know, I enjoy trolling so much. I think I might actually do that. <laughs> I, I I got one. It's a it's an Easter excrement. Oh. 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 oh, oh, that was good. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well done, well done. Um, yeah, no, thank yeah, you for no, thank you. you. You keep your stuff in like a backpack or a bag or what in this game? Uh, it's a fantasy RPG, so probably yes. So it's a bag. So you might say it's a crap in a sack. Uh, yes, it would be, <laughs> I guess. Uh, can I just ask a question in the chat? Crappy sack. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, and, and thank you too. Um, sorry, just moving on brutally cut topic here, but, uh, yes, no. Brutally enough. Well, you know, how many... <laughs> You gotta, you know what? Maybe it's sticking on the topic for a minute. You gotta wonder, like, what Nintendo, what message are they trying to send there? It's just like, wow, you collected all nine hundred of like this marginally useful item in the game. That's why. 
They're showing that they care. Yes, something. Some sort of social commentary on on min maxers and how the end result of min maxing a game is crap. Nintendo hates completionists. I think I may have it. Those of us who get 100% of all achievements in some games. Are we still getting feedback from me or no? You're good. You're good. good. You're good. I have solved the mystery. Woohoo! You win a bag of poo. Your princess is in another castle. I'm sorry. Give me the lizard. I'm feeling it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, the, the, that was... the poo bag thing reminds me a little bit of, I forget which game it was, uh, some Konami game much later where if you hit up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, it killed you instantly. I think it might be. <laughs> <end up. laughs> few later games and a few later Konami games that did that. People who tried to use the Contra code and it just flat out kills you. I think Gradius might have done that. It's it's a suicide code and I think at least one of the, uh, that idiot who hides in a box games. Metal Gear. Solid Snake. One of those games it kills you. Oh geez, that's hilarious. Being contradictory. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well played. Ouch! What I do. Ouch! That hurt. It's a it's a contraception method. It kills you, so you can't reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it could be worse. It could have been a contraception. Oh, good grief! What if Wait, you so use that, the code and starts playing the game inside the game? Use the code in the code. Yes. And then it starts playing the game <laughs> inside the game. Yo, dog! It's like demo mode. You only think you're in charge. Uh, that reminds me of um bill randolph telling me about you know when he was trying to debug the ultima 9 engine and they actually found a separate rendering engine running inside the rendering engine oh god yeah and we wonder we wonder i heard you like renders dogs (laughs) i put some renders in your renders you guys are renders renders. (laughs) and and we wonder why the the games had frame rate problems and we all had to upgrade our computers yeah Pretty much. Well, that now that was that was the industry conspiracy. They were working with Origin and giving them like a two percent cut so that that people would buy their new high end computers. Yeah, Origin and Voodoo were basically in bed together. Yeah, it's like the high that's density the rumor floppy. we're going to start. It's like the high density floppies where you actually just had to cut a hole into it and you'd suddenly get twice as much storage capacity. Yeah, yeah, you know, you poked the yeah, or Origin poked the Voodoo doll, but it's us who felt the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, speaking of Ultima and poop, um, suddenly I'm reminded of the diapers in Ultima 7. Yes, yes, the ultimate weapon. Exactly. Break up any fight. You may not be able to kill some people in Ultima 7, but everyone runs from a shitty diaper. Yeah, that's where where Split actually came from. It wasn't pies. (laughs) Oh, nice. Well, you know, we softened it a little bit. Richard Garriott actually has a new alternate dragon name. It's it's Poo Dragon. No, I, I think that one might actually be taken. I'm Quick, someone check the someone taken. check the roster. Ah, uh, okay. Someone with on. internet open, check the roster on that. Udic.org. Oh my gosh, here we go. Where is my <laughs> password manager? Control F. Just search it fast. Yeah. Well, hang on. Like well, I'm got so- to load first. <laughs> Hang on. First, I have to like go through the process of downloading that stupid wave file, MIDI file, whatever. At least Opera this has just gone like so perfectly off the rails. It's fantastic. Yes. Ooh, well, at least a, you know who needs a theme. At least uh, Opera Galara just downloads the, the file. There's no P poo dragon, but there's a Quirty poo dragon. Hmm. A Quirty poo. How about craptastic? Looks like they crapped across <laughs> the top line of the keyboard. Uh, there's a Dr. Crap dragon, and <laughs> ah, I, bet he makes, I bet he makes a fine soda. Yes. <laughs> um, a fine off-label brand soda. That, oh, tastes, that, that, is, that, that is nothing at all like Dr. Pepper. I mean, uh, where are you, lawyers? Uh, let's see here. It's only, only sold in Japan. Oh, along with uh, uh, along with the Quitty Poo Kit Kats? Yes, and this in the squid ice cream. Mm-hmm. Who thought that this was going to be the topic for the anniversary podcast? I know, yeah. right? Yeah, this has gone downhill uh, so so fast. Again, but then again, considering how often we go off topic, it's pretty appropriate. 
we are self-destructing here. Oh, there ain't one of us destructing. Otherwise, it might get normal soon. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that now. Absolutely not. We're dragons. Sorry, I'm just... Uh, I'm sorry we'll I searched see. that string. Apparently, there is also a Lord Dick dragon. <laughs> uh, I just have to say, at this point, it's the internet. Why did you look? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. We have no yeah. one to blame but ourselves. I'm I'm really sorry I did that to myself. I I, I wonder I wonder what was time to things, penis for dragon things names. I can't unsee. What's that golden flame? <clears throat> I, I was wondering what was time to penis for dragon names. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like the Godwin thing. Like you know, how, how long does it take to mention Nazis or Hitler? Well, that word, that particular anatomical reference, doesn't actually turn up anywhere on the chronological grand roster. So, good sign. Good sign. There were technically a handful of rules about names you couldn't take. Yes, and Cran actually just noted too in the chat that the greeters have mm, discouraged certain dragon names over time. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, no poo dragon, but some close but, calls. But Quirty Poo managed to get through. Yeah, well... You gotta wonder how... And, and Nincompook. It could be a term of endearment, yeah. Quirty Poo. There's leet speak. Could have been like P zero zero. Oh, well, you know, you know. By the same token, with the right accenting, oh my, oh, oh, you darling little shit stain could be a term of endearment. (laughs) Well, that's true. Thanks for the explicit flag. There we go. Okay, there you are, (laughs) sir. I have just jacked us up to PG thirteen. Somebody said shit earlier, but it was probably you. There we go. But now it's been said again, and if you say it like two more times, you go to rating R. And then Bloody Mary comes out and stabs you. I was I was waiting for someone to make that joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we can't agree. What did AT&T have to do with the death of the internet, Golem? <laughs> well, that's a larger question than you might imagine. That's why I asked. I always ask the big questions. I don't expect big answers, but I always ask the big questions. Mm. I think his personal internet may have just died, but I could be wrong. Oh, Occam's razor in you. Well, you know. The simplest answer that accounts for all the facts is probably right. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Zog, zog, zog. I had a transformer explode right at the front of my neighborhood earlier tonight. It uh, took the power company uh, from detonation to power being restored exactly one hour and two minutes, which is wow. pretty cool. Must have been Bumblebee. Optimus, okay. I was gonna say I, I totally no no. If it was Optimus, if it was if it was Optimus, they were not getting it back within an hour. <laughs> Dude comes back to life like so often. I wouldn't be surprised. But it takes at least three episodes every time. So what you're saying is Optimus is not optimal. No, Optimus, uh, Optimus clear, clearly, clearly gets his communications data through Optimum. <laughs> uh. Uh. The puns are just flying. This is awesome. Oh, oh, they're not just flying. We strap jet engines on them suckers. This is, this is prime material. This is. This is all... I, I caught that one. Another Optimus <laughs> joke. Oh, sure. My internet dies <laughs> temporarily. Oh, and are, I are, are, are you, are you, you just put the rest of them in the trailer, would you? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think climate change has reached the uh, tipping point, and we're currently all suffering hypoxia due to oxygen deprivation. <laughs> oh, That's that probably actually like? true. No, we would have been falling <laughs> over by now. Where's yeah, the oxium? Give us 30 minutes. I'm not lying prone on the floor. Where's the Oxium? Mars. Where are you going to get it? <laughs> I thought it was just the Captain Morgan, but you that? might be right. So who, who's got who's got British's space cannon? We need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We have to travel back in time first. No, no, that never works. Time travel never works. I don't care what the doctor told you. <clears throat> Oh, oh man, <laughs> Kenneth, do we have like some 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 other news? Well, you know what? Actually, Golem Please. shared a nice link there um, because Sirgorn has been talking my ear 
off about Horizon Zero Dawn all week. It's so pretty. What and is it? So Horizon, okay, so get this. Horizon Zero Dawn is the latest, it's an action RPG just released by Guerrilla Games for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro. And like Guerrilla Games, their prior claim to, flame, to fame to flame. is flame. <laughs> Is the Kill Zone series? Hey, we are dragons after all. (laughs) Is the uh, is the Kill Zone series? So this is a you know I mean a fairly competent series of shooters for sure, Um, but certainly not epic scale open world RPGs, which Horizon Zero Dawn is. But from everything I've heard, they have completely knocked it out of the park. The game not only looks gorgeous, it plays remarkably well. And Sergorn has been particularly gushing over the fact that this is like one of the first RPGs he's played in a long, long time. And probably the first 3D RPG he's ever played, uh, which he can claim this about. The bow well, combat is amazingly well done. Streamers and YouTubers have all been so happy with the game. It's been... Nintendo has... Uh, a lot of competition from Sony with this game. You know what? Actually, the coolest thing I've seen about Horizon Zero Dawn is so far. It's a short little animation, but um, but it's uh, if you search on YouTube for it, it's basically um, all it is is it's like an infinite loop of the main character sitting on a horse and just turning around. But if you actually watch how her legs move. Like, they actually took it into account. She actually does adjust, like, her positioning and her weight and how her legs are folded as she turns around on the horse. It's like this little tiny Mm -hmm. attention to detail, but it's amazing. You are are not her. The animations are just... just, The game is so well polished. It's just... Oh, it's so pretty. It sounds like what what they're doing is basically allowing the physics system to affect you know, the inverse kinematics or, or IK of the uh, character animation, uh, which is which is pretty awesome. You know, instead of having canned animation where they use some algorithm to connect different animation loops seamlessly, uh, they're actually taking the environment, uh, like collision data from geometry uh, uh, into account, um, as well as physics, which... Either that or they got one heck of a hack rap. <laughs> <laughs> But, but it's, no, it's exciting, though, if that's what they're doing. It's exciting to see like things like that being done because as, as photorealistic as the graphics are, it all falls apart once you actually start watching it in motion because they don't do things like that, and it just totally snaps you out of it. The screenshots look great, but in motion, it just looks off. It's like Uncanny Valley animation. Yeah. So yeah, And they've already they announced well an it. expansion pack to the story as well. Awesome. Please tell me they've announced a PC port because I'm insanely jealous no they haven't yeah I hear you. at any rate it's moved about 2.6 million copies so far and it's only been out for a couple of weeks so pretty darn good uh well as fun as this has been and as random as this has been i think i am actually gonna have to bring it to a close because my wife would no. like to see me for a little bit i'm sorry but there it is i do actually enjoy spending time with my wife uh, how could you? But 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 that, that that fundamentally undermines the entire concept of marriage, as taught to me by Al Bundy. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> if you like spam, 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 humbug, and in particular, if you dislike Al Bundy, I welcome you to support us on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/Ultima Codex, <laughs> or you can buy your video games at GOG. Uh, I also encourage the playing of video games. Um, NGOG is a very good place to buy them, and we get a little bit of commission for that. And you don't pay a cent but more, no, so be happy. No eating of the video games. Nintendo has proven that. Well, I don't know. How do PlayStation cartridges taste? <laughs> well, I guess so they taste like... better. Yeah. I guess cartridge is the wrong term to use there. Like, how do DVDs taste? <laughs> I've never tried one. Um, well, let's see. I've got this one here. Um... For science! Um, uh, they don't really have much of a flavor to them, honestly. Inquiring mm. minds want to know. Yeah, you have to add you know. so- soy sauce and stuff like that. You know, but, but, yeah, but I won't find soy sauce inside my PlayStation unless someone has done something that I will kill them for. Yeah, it's, it's in the refrigerator. You, 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 don't have, you don't have kids, do you? 
<laughs> what was your first clue? The fact that I have an operating PlayStation? <laughs> the fact you have. Hey, my kids know how to work my Blu-ray player. They do yeah. just fine with it. But uh, they, they found out. They figured out how to get it in there with just enough peanut butter. Maybe it helps that the only person who can eat peanut butter in my house is me. Really? You found a safety device that adults can open, but children can't? No. Allergies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Ah, you installed the bio program that'll kill them. The lysine contingency. Exactly. Gotcha. I'm going at, I, 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 this is a problem I solved at the firmware level. <laughs> I think that's the first Jurassic Park reference we've had in a podcast here. That's cool. Um, Maybe. I'm, your, oh. I'm, I'm just going to give you your second. I'm going to let you dread over it. Life finds a way. <laughs> Chaos right. theory. Check out this pile of rocks. Check out this water droplets. Look, they never go the same way twice. Wonder how many film takes it took to get that to go right. Ah, these days you can do it with computers. Yeah, sure. If you want something that looks like the late, like the second to most recent Jurassic movie. Yeah, well, the most recent looked really good, though. Yes, yes. That's why I paused and corrected myself. Carry on. Um, all right. If you want to join this crazy band, of course, UDSE.org is how you can pick your own dragon name, get it registered, get it on the roster. You can join the Ultima Dragons on Facebook or on Google Plus. There's groups on both. You can follow at Ultima Dragons on Twitter. You can join the Slack channel if you use Slack, but it's kind of quiet. Um, you can join our Discord server, which is much more active. There'll be a link in the show notes for all of this. And if you really like it old school, get yourself a Telnet client and go check out the Wearmount. Finally, I'm even wanna... awake there once in a while. Ooh. Um, you can send us feedback, and I don't know why you would, but if you do want to, ultimacodex at gmail.com, or you can leave us a message, a voice message. You can just go to podcast.ultimacodex.com and record a little uh, audio blurb, 90 seconds, in your browser. Or you can join us on our Discord server as well, and we welcome you as Save versus Dragon is doing tonight. Just lurk the episodes while we're recording. I mean, if you want to participate, great. But if you just want to have it on in the background and hear all this crazy stuff unfold, then by all means, do that. All right, just quickly, Boolean, where can we find you online? Uh, at 8 if you want to buy a Linux desktop PC. Um, Kevin Fishburne or 8Virtues or 8V Radio on Facebook or Voss Corp Bet Money on YouTube. Awesome. Um, linguistic, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at ultimatejourneys.blogspot.com. You can find me hanging out in the uh, Facebook group and the Discord channel. You can find me on Twitter as Dragon Katea, K-E-T-E-A. I uh, think that's it. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Helgriff, how about yourself? As always, I am remarkably boring. I don't have a blog or any specialized websites, but I'm on Facebook. And if you if you log into that Weirmount thing, you'll see someone named Helgraph. If I've logged in within the last week, that's me. Awesome. Golden Flame, where can we find you? I'm here on the Discord. I'm on the Facebook channel. I'm on the Slack in as much as that one matters. Uh, and I'm at tapestryofages.com. Brilliant. Um, how about yourself, Jelly Bear? We're going to find you. Uh, lurking either on the Wearmount or here on Discord. Cool. Deathblade, where can we find you? Was that me? Yes, you. <laughs> you are still Deathblade Dragon, are you not, sir? No, my, my headset cut out when you said it, so all I heard... Where are you? And I didn't hear the name oh. first. Well, so, it was yeah, anyways. Yeah. Okay. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dark Squirrel D A R K S K W E R L, and I'm on Discord, and that's pretty much it. Brilliant. And Golem, Golem, where can we find you? I am on Slack and Discord. I'm uh, on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash the Golem Dragon and Ultima Codex, Facebook. I'm all over. Uh, that's about true for me as well. You can find me on Twitter at WTF underscore dragon. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have an about.me splash page that links you to a bunch of my other social media profiles. If you want to check out my other podcast, that's scouting stuff, uh, scouting stuff podcast.com. We talk about scouting. And of course, you can find me at ultimacodex.com. Well, Thank you, everyone, for being here. I know I'm winding this down much more rapidly than I normally would, but 
good to have you all out. Good to have been doing this for two years. Thank you all for contributing. Thank you all who have contributed. And thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been fun so far, and we look forward to doing this for several more years of bringing you the randomest or sometimes fairly focused conversations about whatever topics happen to cross our news feeds. But for now, and until next time, be virtuous. Be virtuous.